Welcome back to Money Mile. I'm your host, Justin Waller, and Money Mile is where you share a mile with us and we help you live a better life. We are here to help active people looking forward to an active and phased financial independence and who are ultimately interested in leaving a meaningful legacy. In our last episode, we talked about the best unconventional investments based on your stage of life. From our last episode, you had the homework of identifying one thing you could do to improve your situation and to do it. So how did it go? Email me at info at wallerfc.com. In today's episode, we're going to talk in more detail about spending plans. Back in episode 9, we discussed the first foundation of financial fitness, spending less than you make. This episode is going to be a deeper dive on some of the specifics of spending plan design. I mentioned in episode 9 that you should use a spending plan and you should try to keep it simple. But I want to dig in a little more here and give you some additional context. In general, you should have as much structure as you need and as little as you can get away with. This is particularly applicable with your spending plan. Having a good spending plan requires good banking structure, good planning, and good reporting. First, let's talk about banking structure. For most folks, I suggest having income deposited to your savings account and then make a monthly transfer to your checking to pay your bills. This structure allows you to balance out variable income streams and expenses and prevents you from living paycheck to paycheck. Now, in developing your spending plan, there are roughly three levels of structure. Level 1. Spending plan by default. Now, here you are not accruing debt and your checking account balance continues to go up. If at the end of the month you have more money than you started, then you're in a pretty good place. Depending upon what you want to accomplish, you may want to get more detailed, but if you are on track with your savings goals and you regularly end up with more money than you started, keep on trucking. You might want to look into ways to save proactively and reduce your tax bill each year or improve your cash flow in a different way. But by starting here, recognize you're in a good place. This would be the athletic equivalent of a person who wins their first triathlon. Whatever you're doing is apparently getting a good result. If you want to get better or faster, you might still want to talk with a coach or do some more specific work to train in a certain area, but you are headed in a good direction. Now, level two is income minus savings equals expenses. Every month, when you sit down for your finance meeting, you can write out the amount of money you are going to bring in that month, say $6,000. Then you write out how much you want to save for your goals and where it is going. Let's say $500 for the 401k at work, $500 for the Roth IRA at home, and $200 for the accrual account. Expenses that happen periodically throughout the year, but not every month. This leaves you with $4,800. Ready? Go nuts! As long as you keep the roof over your head, food in your pantry, and don't go into debt, you're good to go. When that $4,800 is gone, it's gone. Some folks will take this one step further and they will write out all their fixed bills like rent is $1,000, let's say, and utilities might be another $300. That then leaves you with $3,500 and then you go nuts. Again, whatever works best for you. 
This type of spending plan works well for busy professionals that can work within the no debt mandate and are more interested in saving time than saving receipts. And now we move on to the grand poobah of spending plan levels. Level three, every dollar gets a name. This particular method is championed by a lot of financial folks in the media like Dave Ramsey. Part of the reason for this is that it works. The good news is that it works. The downside is that you have to work it. From Starbucks to groceries to fuel and parking fees, you break out every dollar you plan on spending that month, and you make sure you know where it is coming from and going to. If you don't already have a plan or, a, or your financial picture is a bit of a mess, this can be a good place to start, but can sometimes be overwhelming. So be willing to give yourself a little bit of grace if it doesn't work right away. You will want to use as many categories as you need, but, you guessed it, as few as you can get away with. For example, if you break out your Starbucks expenses based on the season, you are likely going to have problems. The pumpkin spice expenses might be different than the iced coffee expenses, but ultimately, it is all Starbucks. The more categories you have, the more likely it will be that there is an error. You meant to categorize an expense as utilities, gas, but it accidentally gets categorized in transportation, gas. This level can also be great for the data junkies out there. Now, I mentioned earlier that every good spending plan has some sort of reporting mechanism. At level one, the reporting is that you are not going into debt and your balance goes up. At level two, the reporting is that you saved what you needed to be saved and lived your life without debt. At level three, the reporting is more manual, but with tools like Mint.com and Quicken.com and others, the workload can be significantly reduced. It is often easiest to remember to collect all your receipts and write a brief note on them, what you bought and what category you think it should go into. And then once a month or once a week, you can sit down and categorize all of your receipts. Now, here are some commonly challenging areas when we're dealing with the spending plans. Entertainment versus food. I consider food bought and prepared at home to be groceries. If you are going out for dinner, getting takeout, something like that, I consider that to be entertainment. At least at some level, you are making a choice to spend your dollars and your time in a way other than cooking at home. Second common challenging area is shopping. Stores like Target, Amazon, Walmart, and Costco do not help with you understanding how you're spending your money. You can buy eggs and a kayak at Costco, and it all looks the same at the end of the month. So for some clients, I recommend putting a category limit on the stores where you shop. If you know you are only supposed to spend $300 at Target, it doesn't matter if they have a tremendous sale or you found a fantastic doodad. Just make sure you have enough of the essentials to get you through to the next month before you spend the last of your Target funds. The next commonly challenging area I'd like to touch on here is periodic expenses. This is money you know you are going to spend each year, and you might know how much you are going to spend, but it doesn't get spent every month. A good example of this is auto insurance. 
Lots of auto insurers have premiums that cover a six-month window of time. You only pay the bills twice a year, but the bills accrue every month. For these periodic expenses, I suggest setting aside money in an accrual account, like the one I mentioned in the second level of the spending plan previously. If your car insurance is $600 due twice a year, you should put $100 each month into a separate account to make sure the funds will be there when you need them in six months. In the show notes, I will have a sample spending plan and a flowchart suggestion for household cash flow, or that banking structure I mentioned before. Now, as with most things, what you do is more important than what you know. So we are going to talk about a bit of homework for this episode. I have two different homework assignments. If you do not have a spending plan now, determine which level of spending plan is appropriate for you and where you are at in your life, and start to work on it. It doesn't have to be fancy, but start with something. A level 2 spending plan shouldn't take more than 20 minutes for you to compile. A forward-looking level 3 plan shouldn't take more than about an hour. If you are using technology, do not let the technology get in the way of doing what you need to do. If you already have a spending plan, think of one thing you could do to improve it. It could be fewer categories, systemized savings, whatever. Just think of one thing and implement it. Thank you for investing a mile with me. I hope it was a valuable time spent for you. Keep in mind, if you work out, everything else will too. And I'll look forward to talking with you again next time on Money Mile.